Hello there and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 declares the man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. This podcast exists to build lives and empower destinies through the breaking of the bread of the word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. Our aim is to see lives built and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there friends and welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always I am delighted to spend the next few minutes of your time as we break the bread of God's word. You know that winning is always something that everybody would like to do. However, in order to win in life, there are certain traits and attributes that one needs to possess in order to win. We all want to win. We all want to succeed. However, intrinsically, there are traits that we all need to possess or Anyone that desires to win, succeed, needs to have in order to win. Today we're going to be X-raying the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah happens to be one of those um, very prominent Bible stories. Nehemiah, a man who was able to assemble a team together and they embarked on a project of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, the broken walls of Jerusalem. Not only were they able to start but they were able to finish. Friends, uh, you will agree with me that there was something inherent in them that enabled them to keep on doing the work in the face of us passion, with every odd being against them. All the odds were stacked up against them. People didn't believe in them. There were hostilities and they were able to keep on going. In the face of the hostility, what are those traits? I think they worth studying. And so today, we will uh, look at some of them. We go from certain chapters. I will reference certain chapters and then pull out or extrapolate some of those traits that give them success. This episode, it's entitled, The Winning Attitude. That's right. There is an attitude which engenders winning. You ready? Let's go. The Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 3 in verse 23 to 24, it said, whatever you do, walk at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Verse 23 is really my emphasis today. He says, whatever you do, whatever you do, do it heartily. Some translation says, do it with all of your heart, knowing that you're working for God and not for man. Whatever you do, if you must succeed, it's going to require that you throw your entire weight behind it. 
if you are going to succeed at that which you are doing, whether it's in business, it's in career pursuits, it's in study, whatever you do, winning requires that you put your whole self, that you throw your whole weight, that you possess the attitude that makes for success there is an attitude that that propels that goes after that uh, that has a goal or whose goal is the ultimate end which it's to swing or to succeed now let's look at a few quotes from certain prominent individuals um Zig Ziglar says in in one of his write-ups, he says, you cannot, you cannot tailor make the situations in life, but you can tailor make the attitudes to fit those situations. Yeah, you cannot tailor make the situations in life. You don't have control of them. However, you can tailor make the attitude that fits those situations an anonymous quote says winners are not people who never fail but people who never quit in other words winners don't quit and quitters don't win <laughs> um Here's another one. You must understand that all birds find shelter during a rain or during the rain. But eagles, we are told that eagles avoid rain, not running away from it, but by flying above the cloud. Yet, may I submit to you that problems are common. Problems are common, but attitudes makes the difference. Everyone encounters challenge. Everyone encounters problem. Problems are common. That's right. We all have problems or a share of challenges. However, attitude makes the difference. Uh, here is another one from Colin Powell. He says, attitude, if you are going to achieve excellence in big things, if you are going to achieve excellence in big things, uh, you must develop the habits in little matters. Excellence is not an exception. It is a prevailing attitude. Excellence, he says, is not an exception, but it is a prevailing attitude. Friends, let's remember again that the book of Nehemiah is the book that chronicles uh, the events of the returning to Jerusalem and rebuilding the walls. At this time, you must understand or remember that Jerusalem had a temple, but there was no protection for it. Uh, there was no protection for the city from further attacks. It had been attacked before. The walls had been broken down. There is a temple because attempt had been made to rebuild the temple. However, there were no walls or protection around it to prevent it from further attack. And so... Nehemiah decided he had the burden, he got the desire to rebuild the walls and he decided to travel to Jerusalem and he uses his leadership skills and ability and desire and dexterity to rally a citywide construction crew, a team for the task of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. And we're told by the end of the story that within a record 52 weeks, 
52 weeks what has taken i believe about 13 years and two uh initial attempts at at, at rebuilding and failed here they finished in 52 weeks the walls around Jerusalem were built and standing tall and their enemies lost their confidence. I mean, they did this and the enemies were watching and didn't understand what kept them going now. I want to extrapolate seven, I believe about seven, uh, character traits or winning attitude, which I believe uh, propelled them to success, got them going kept them going even in the face of hostility and or hostilities and people casting aspersions on them, uh, people disparaging them, but they kept on going. If you and I must succeed even in this day, we have got to possess, maybe not all, or these are not exclusively exclusive point, but I believe that this point are very vital. There could be more, I meant to say, but this point are very vital. Number one, Nehemiah began prayerfully. He did not do anything until he has prayed. He had prayed it. In verse uh, in verse uh, eight to eleven of chapter one, Nehemiah was able to pray. If you read verse eight to eleven of chapter one of the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah prayed. In fact, specifically in verse eleven, the Bible says he prayed and says, "O Lord." I beseech thee, let now thy ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper. I pray thee, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man as he was approaching the king, for I was the king's cupbearer. Nehemiah prayed. Nehemiah prayed first before he embarked on the journey. You and, I, you and I must learn to always first commit whatever project we are embarking upon, embarking on, or desire to God in prayer. The Bible tells us and says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and after his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We must begin prayerfully and Nehemiah and himself began prayerfully committing his desire to the hand of God first, first in first, and asking for God's mercy, even as he approaches the king to ask for permission to embark on this journey. Number two, we must learn to go the extra mile, become an extra miler, go the extra mile, Success will be tasking. Success is tasking. Success requires energy. In chapter 3 of the book of Nehemiah, from verse 1 to 5, and in verse 27 specifically, now he begins to explain to us the different uh, tribes or clans or households uh, that built or undertook certain parts of the project. And it began to analyze who did what the so-and-so family built this so-and-so family took care of this so-and-so family took care of that so-and-so clan took care of that but by the time it got to verse 5 of chapter 3 he says and the next unto them the takeoids 
the Tekoite, the tribe or the clan of the Tekoite, repaired, they repaired. But their nobles put uh, not their neck to the work of their Lord. So the Tekoite built, but their nobles did not. They refused to build. Then he goes to verse 27 of Nehemiah chapter 3, and the Bible says, After them, the Tekoites prepared another piece. First, they did the one that was allocated or allotted to them, but because there was a group of the people who refused to work, now we see in verse 27 that the Tekoites took on another piece, which was over against the great tower. The liar that lieth out even unto the wall of Ophel, they did another portion. What that means was that they went the extra mile. If you must succeed, it's going to require sometime burning the midnight candle. It's going to require extra study. It's going to require extra, extra steps. Go the extra mile. Success will require you and I to go the extra mile. Doing just the ordinary does not position you for extraordinary. In fact, the word is extraordinary. That's the word extra in the ordinary. It is ordinary but becomes extraordinary not just by saying it but by doing extra. It is the extra you put in it. That is the extra mile. <laughs> number three. So number one, begin prayerfully. Number two, go the extra mile. Number three, attitude that they had that I believe was their winning attitude was that they, they had a mind to work. So if you and I must succeed, number three, we must have a mind to work. In chapter four, verse one and two, and in verse six, we can see that these people had a mind to work. In chapter six of chapter four, I'm sorry, in verse six of chapter four, the Bible says that so built we the wall and all the wall was joined together until a half thereof for the people had a mind to work. Have a mind to work. I mean, you can dream it, you can talk about it, you can pray about it, but you have got to have a mind to work. If you and I don't have a mind to work, the work will not be done. So we we'll see that in chapter 4 of the book of Nehemiah from verse 1 and 2, and specifically in verse 6, it says that the people had a mind to work. I am going to succeed. It's going to require work. Whether you are a business owner, you are a student, you are a career person, uh, you whatever it is you do, this is not whether you are a in church or outside of church, whatever you do and you're going to succeed at it, you must have a mind to work. That's right. It requires work and we see that these people were able to work. Even though there were men who were casting aspersions on them, they called them feeble. They said, these feeble Jews, what are they going to do? What are, they, are, they able going to, are they going to fortify themselves? Are they going to be able to offer up the sacrifice that is needed? However, in the face of the aspersions, in the face of the hostilities, in the face of the people not believing in them and trying to disparage them and cause them to fail at their job, they had a mind to work. Number four, winning attitude that you and I must have if we must succeed or win in any area of our life, we must fight for it. 
fight for it fight for it in chapter 4 still in chapter 4 in verse 14 the bible reads and i looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people be not ye afraid of them remember the lord which is great and terrible and fight for your brethren fight for your sons fight for your daughters your wives and your houses you and I, if we're going to succeed in that which we do, we must know, possess, or have the mind to fight for what we believe. Fight for what you believe. Fight for God's promises for your life. If God has given you a promise, you have got to hold on to it, sustain on it, but fight for it. It will not just be given. It will not just fall into our laps. And nature by its design uh, would take your fighting for it, giving it your all if you believe in it. But if you don't believe in it, then that's fine. You can sleep on it. But if you really believe in what God has promised you or told you to do, the mandate he's given you, or even in your job, in your business, you must learn to fight for it. In other words, be tenacious in your pursuit. Be tenacious in your pursuit. Have that inner bulge, inner fire, inner dexterity to go after all that God has called you to do. Fight for it on your knees. Fight for your children. Fight for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight for your wives. Fight for your household. Fight for your destiny. Hold on to the promise. Don't just throw it away at the slightest challenge that comes your way. Fight for it. Be tenacious. Number five, build and fight. Build and fight. In chapter four of uh, Nehemiah, in verse 17 of chapter four, the Bible reads that the Bible said, They which builded on the wall and they that bear burdens with those that laid it, everyone with one of his hands wrought in the work. They worked with one of their hand, and the other hand held a weapon, the Bible says. Mm. So in one hand, they were building, laying bricks with one hand, carrying mortar with one hand, carrying bricks with another hand, with one hand. And the other hand held a weapon. Ooh, this is what we know, to, or what we've come to call building and battling. You build with one hand, you have a sword in the other hand to war, to battle. They were building and battling. They were warring and working. Ooh, that sounds good. They were warring and working. They were building and battling. Why you build, there's going to be opposition. There's going to be things that try to discourage you or tell you you are not enough. You're not strong enough. You're not gifted enough. You're not equipped enough. You don't have the mind enough. You were told you you're going to succeed. Your father tried this and failed. Your mother tried this and failed. Several people have tried this and failed. Therefore, you too, who told you you are going to succeed. What gives you the impetus, uh, the, 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 the mind that you are going to succeed? Can you not see the different people that have tried and failed? You're going to have all those voices uh, but build and battle build and battle build while you're fighting for what god has called you to do while you're fighting for what is given to you while you're going after it uh, on one hand you're building you're warring you're fighting you're fighting 
voices in your head. You're fighting discouragement. Uh, you're fighting sickness or things that will try to keep you down. Wake up every day. It's a fight to win. It's a fight to succeed. Uh, this is another day. I'm going to build. I'm going to do what I need to do to keep advancing the work. Or do what it's called me to do. But I will fight. Uh, that fight is me getting up in the morning, praying and saying, I'm going to go again. I may have tried yesterday and failed, but today is another opportunity to try. I'm going to go again. I'm doing what I'm going to do. I'm going to read. I'm going to study. I'm going to put in the work. But I'm not going to back down, especially if you believe in what you're doing. Fight for it. Number six, attitude. Winning attitude. Stay sensitive to divine direction. Stay sensitive to divine direction. In verse 20 of chapter 4, the Bible reads, Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, the sound is not an ordinary sound. When you hear the sound, then I tell them, rally to us there. Come, assemble where we are. Come to where we're standing. Because God will fight for us. If you will succeed, Another winning trait is that we must stay in tune, keep in step, move with the flow, keep your eyes open, and stay sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Stay in tune with the Holy Spirit. Stay in tune with divine direction. Move with the flow, keep in step, keep your eyes open, and stay sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Stay sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And number five, seven, sorry. The seven winning, the seventh winning attitude that they possess. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. In same chapter four, Verse 23, I read the Amplified Version. It says, so none of us, I, my brothers and relatives, my servants, nor the men of the God who followed me, none of us took off our clothes. Each one kept his weapon in his hand for days. None of us took our clothes. We did not rest on our oars. We did not back out. We did not fall out of line. We did not throw in everything and run. No. We stayed in the fight. We kept our weapons in our hands for days. What point am I trying to make? Never retire but refire. Never retire but refire. As long as there's breath in your lungs, you have a fight in you. Don't quit. Don't run away. Don't quit. Don't run away. Yes, the work was done in 52 days. But it said we did not take off our clothes. Or in other words, tussets. It's done. It's a huru. That's it. I have nothing else to do. So, but we kept our weapon. The word of God in your mouth. 
the believe, the fight. We kept our weapon for many days. Stay in the fight. Real quickly, recap as we end up this episode. Number one, we must begin prayerfully. Begin prayerfully. Number two, learn to go the extra mile. Extra mile. Be an extra mile. Number three, have a mind to work. Number four, fight for it. Fight for it. Number five, build and fight. War and work. Build and battle. Number six, stay sensitive to divine direction. And number seven, stay in the game. Stay in the game. Well, the Bible tells us that so, he says it in, in chapter 6, verse 15 to 16. Chapter 6 of the book of Nehemiah, verse 15 to 16, the Bible said, The wall is finished. So the wall was finished on the 20th, 25th day of the month Elul in 52 days. When all, listen to this, when all our enemies heard about it and all the Gentile nations around us saw it, when they heard and saw it, they lost their confidence for they recognized that this work had been accomplished with the help of our God. They heard and they saw. They heard and they saw. They did not only hear, but they see. May I stop right there to prophetically declare to somebody that even your distractors are your enemies are the ones that said you will not amount to anything as you keep on with this attitude of success, of winning and keep on believing, keep on taking the steps and keep on doing what God has called you to do. Keep on going after what is called you to go after. They will hear and they will see. It will not just be news in their ear. It will be something that they can see in our world. This is not biblical. This is not in the Bible. But in our world. It is saying, it is said that seeing is believing. People believe when they see. That's in our world. That's not in the Bible. However, if to what we're saying, as you keep doing what God has called it to be, your miracle will be heard about. Your breakthrough will be heard about. Not only will it be heard about, but it will be seen. It will be visible. Men who thought you will not be it will see it. People who said you will not get there, they will see. Ooh! They will hear and they will see. They will hear and they will see. In other words, when God turns around your life, it will not be a secret. It will not just be something that they will hear. They will have both. It will be heard and it will be seen. I decree and declare unto someone listening today, keep on moving. Keep on going. You shall prevail. You shall prevail. You shall overcome. You shall prevail. You shall overcome. You shall win. You shall win. You shall make it. You shall prevail. You shall overcome. You shall win. You shall make it. No power in hell or on earth can stop you. Keep on going. Keep on fighting. Have that winning attitude inside of you. Go after it each day. Today is another day. This is another opportunity. This is another chance. A destiny. Take a go at it. Give it your all. Put all your weight behind it. Throw all your weight behind it. Do due diligence to what you need to do. Study, work, learn, put in the work. Have a mind to work. But know that your God is with you. Especially 
act you put in force, go after it. You have a chance at winning today. You will win. You will overcome. You will prevail. You will make it. And guess what? When you do, it will be heard and it will be seen. Even the things that said you will not make it will see you. For thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And God will prepare a table of success for you in the face of oppositions, in the face of hostilities, in the face of seeming or circumstance that seemingly were against you, all stacked up against you. You will prevail. May the Lord be with you, bless you, protect you, and keep you. And may you keep on advancing and succeeding and winning. This is the winning attitude. Or these are the winning attitudes. Till I come your way again, I remain yours truly, Pastor George. Stay blessed and have yourself a lovely day and a lovely week. Can we celebrate with you? <laughs> you shall win and it will be heard and will be seen. Go for it. And may the Lord bless you. Peace out.